Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. I am probably one of those more contemporary Christians in the sense that I do not just say that I am Christian and feel that's sufficient. Christianity is a religion, but the idea of Christianity stems from a relationship with God which is why I'm going to talk about relationship versus religion, because if you had to choose either or, then you should choose relationship. Ideally, they should be one and the same because Christianity was born out of the need to have a relationship with God. But so many people have separated the two and do not understand the difference. It is important that you know the difference because at the end of the day, there are going to be a lot of people very disappointed when they die because they're going to think that having a religion and calling themselves something is good enough when it isn't. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who art in heaven. Many will say to me on that day when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? But then I will declare to them publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Matthew seven twenty one through 23. The above Bible verse sounds a lot like people who thought that they were going to be admitted into heaven based on their works, but note what God said, I never knew you. And this is where the relationship comes in. As a Christian, you should value your relationship with God over anything else. If you call yourself a Christian, then that means that Christian is your religion, but never make the mistake of having a religion for having a relationship with God. They can go hand in hand, but they are two different things entirely or at least in this day and age they are. People who are religious but do not have a relationship with God are people who often think that just going to church will get them into heaven, think that just paying tithes will get them into heaven, go to church one day a week but are heathens the rest of the day of the week, does not read that Bible or doesn't even know what it says, doesn't talk to God, doesn't know the function of the Holy Spirit, has a holier-than-thou mentality, thinks that their position in their church makes them holy. Before we get into the post, don't forget to check out my video down below on a relationship with God versus religion. And also don't forget to click the link down below to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Number one, relationship versus religion 101. Here's one of the biggest examples of relationship versus religion. And if you don't have a real relationship with God, these are those who think that they could just sin over and over again. And just because they're Christian and they're saved that everything's all good. That's only the half truth. The idea that once you sin, you can ask for Jesus for forgiveness is all and well. And so the next day you sin again and again, doing the same thing, not even trying to do the right thing and not sin, pleading the blood of the good Lord and everything's all good, right? Wrong. That's what religion tells you. But a relationship with God will tell you this. No one who abides in him, who remains united in fellowship with him deliberately, knowingly, and habitually practice sin. No one who habitually sins have seen him or knows him. 1 John 3, 5 Of course we all fall short, but a religious person just sins and does not care and pleads the blood of Jesus and asks for forgiveness simply because that is what religion says they're supposed to do. One who has a relationship with God, just as the Bible verse says, when you abide and unite in fellowship with him, you start to be transformed and you start to be convicted to not sin or at least try not to sin and to change your bad behavior and not to use the grace of God as an excuse to sin. And that's just relationship versus religion 101. 
Number two, Jesus was trying to teach us to have a relationship with God. I think of better yet, I know if Jesus had to choose, he would want you to have a relationship. I know that because this was the biggest issue Jesus had. This was a large part of the New Testament. On the other hand, all judgmental religious folks not being able to recognize Jesus himself because they were too tied into religion, they missed the boat entirely. And because I have to back up everything I say with the Bible, let's get into some very specific examples. Case in point number one, Jesus healed a man's hand on the Sabbath and the religious folks got mad. And religion at that time, the Jewish religion, said that it was forbidden because it was against the Jewish law to do anything on the Sabbath. Another time, Jesus went into the synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them was looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, stand up in front of everyone. Then Jesus asked him, which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked around at them, angered and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts and said to them, stretch out your hand. He stretched out his hand and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians on how they might kill Jesus. Mark 3, 1 through 6. Here the religion was telling him not to do something good when it was within his ability to do something good. But Jesus was saying to use common sense here and choose to do good. Are we going to choose to listen to religion just because or should you choose to do good simply because it is good and we know that God is good? And if we are within God and we have a relationship with God, then we do God's will. Jesus' relationship with God told him to ignore the religious law and do good. Case in point number two. And for good measure, let's get into another example that was very similar in which Jesus healed a blind man and the religious folks got mad. And they got mad because once again, Jesus chose to heal on the Sabbath that was against the religious law. Then some of the Pharisees said, this man Jesus is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner, a non-observant Jew, do such signs and miracles? So there was a different opinion among them. Accordingly, they said to the blind man, what do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? And he said, it must be that he is a prophet. John nine sixteen through 17. You see, they were so caught up in the Sabbath and the religious day that they just missed it, that there was someone sent here from God doing God's will, but because they were too caught up in religion and religious acts, they were actually going against God. God is good and God wants us to do good things, but the religious people did not see that. They only saw what was according to law. They saw themselves as their positions and they thought themselves better than Jesus just because they were Pharisees. They could not even understand that if God was giving Jesus the authority to heal the blind man, that God must have had a good relationship with Jesus to let him do it. But no, it was ultimately the religious folks that had Jesus crucified because their religion blinded them from God's will. Because they were jealous, because they thought that they were right, and because their positions in the church gave them the impression that they were somebody and they failed to actually see what God was trying to do. Whoever rejects me and refuses to accept my teachings has one who judges him. The very word that I spoke will judge and condemn him on the last day. For I have never spoken on my own initiative or authority, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a commandment regarding what to say and what to speak. John twelve forty eight through 49. Number three, the whole point for us is to have a relationship with God. 
God is our father and like any other parent, it was never God's intention to be separated from us. When God created Adam and Eve and it was in the Garden of Eden, walking and talking and chilling with them, this was always his intent for man. The close relationship in which man and God can be close in communication, that was until Adam and Eve had to ruin it by eating the forbidden fruit and communicating with the devil. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool afternoon breeze of the day. So the man and his wife hid and kept themselves hidden from the presence of the Lord among the trees in the Garden of Eden. Genesis 3.8 And so with that whole fall of mankind business, when that happened, man got more and more separated from God. And it was harder and harder for man to hear from God, hence why the rules were needed. Because if you read the Old Testament, why God fled the earth and even destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, man was just straight up doing evil and they didn't know right from wrong. I actually spoke about this in my devil series, but you can watch one of the videos down below and don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. But when Jesus came through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can once again talk to God in the form of a relationship with God, which is, was the entire point of Jesus coming in the first place. Jesus had to come so that he could repair what Adam and Eve did that was to separate us from God so that we can have us join back to God. Therefore, it was essential that he had to be made like his brothers, mankind in every respect so that he might by experience become a merciful and faithful high priest in things related to God to make atonement for the people's sins, thereby wiping away the sin, satisfying divine justice and providing a way of reconciliation between God and mankind. Hebrews 2.1 And you can imagine when the Bible verse says reconciliation between God and mankind, that is that was lost in the Garden of Eden and was able to walk and talk with mankind. All that was lost when mankind decided to do the wrong thing. Jesus came, did what Adam and Eve could not do, which was resist the devil and died for our sins. Thus came in the Holy Spirit, which is a direct line from us so that we can form a relationship with God that God wants us to have. For God has unveiled them and revealed them to us through the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit teaches all things diligently, even surrounding and measuring the profound death of God, the divine counsel of things far beyond human understanding. 1 Corinthians 2.10. So basically what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is why would God jump through all these hoops to send Jesus to give us the Holy Spirit, offer us to have a relationship if it was not the most important thing on the things for us to have. Clearly, there is a clear indication that God wants us to have a relationship, that this is what the whole New Testament is all about. After Jesus died, he released his Holy Spirit, and that is the direct line that we have to talk to God. So last, so what is my overall point? There is an overall point to this, and that is that I am a huge advocate of making a turn and having a relationship with God. We need to stop this holier than thou I go to church or just because I'm Christian that gives me the right to talk like a heathen mentality. But guess what? That is a lot of Christians and we have to stop these narratives that just because we slap on a title or who we are labeling ourselves as a Christian that it's enough. It's not enough. A relationship with God is enough. That is the point and you have to ask yourself which one are you going to do? Which one are you going to have? And which one do you prioritize? A relationship with God is not fake. It's not phony. It is not going to God and pretending to be someone that you are not because God can see all of that. He knows your heart and he knows your true intentions. 
So while you can pretend to be one way with the world, God knows the real you and what you do when no one is looking. You can go to church and pretend to be all godly, but God knows who you are every day of the week. And while none of us are perfect, when you start to work and form a relationship with God, then he will start to change you. You will start to notice that the bad things you once wanted to do, you won't want to do anymore. You will grow and God will change you and that is the art of a relationship with God. It is like having all the answers to the most important test of your life. God will help you through the test if you just ask to cheat off his paper. But before he lets you do that, you have to be his friend. Have a good relationship with him and he has to trust you. But when you just try to take the tests on your own without studying and try to cheat off God's paper without him knowing, then that's when you'll fail. So if you are choosing to be a Christian and not actually doing the relationship part, the only person that you're cheating is yourself. God went through a lot of trouble to have the opportunity to have a relationship with you. And if he went through all of that trouble, then it must be something to fuss about. If you know someone who may need to read this post because they don't know the difference between relationship and religion, then go ahead and share it with them. And also consider getting my spiritual fasting ebook, which you can click the link down below. It will show you how to utilize fasting to have a better connection with God.